from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Yes, it is the national news for week commencing November 12, 2017. Around VK we go and Antarctic researchers boosted by Speedcast services. The Australian government has awarded Speedcast a contract to supply mission-critical remote communication services to Antarctic research stations. Speedcast will provide VSAT bandwidth, equipment, installation including training, antenna upgrades and repositioning and network optimization. It will also provide additional support to other scientific users such as Geoscience Australia at the three Australian Antarctic research stations, Mawson, Casey and Davis, as well as at the base on Macquarie Island. With the updates to the satellite links, the research program will have four times more throughput than it had with their previous provider once installations are complete in January 2018. While there may be up to 120 people on each research station in the summer, during the harsh winters of Antarctica when travel to the icy continent is not possible, the population of each research station is much smaller and satellite communication is their link to the outside world. Moving a little north of Antarctica, we get to Tasmania, December barbecue and presentation night. Ever wondered what the International Telecommunication Union or the International Amateur Radio Union bodies are all about? Did you know that the Wireless Institute of Australia is a founding member of the IARU and is actively involved in Region 3 matters? What about those world radio conferences that are held every three to four years that update, change our frequencies and conditions? How does it all link together and happen? Well, Hobart and VK7 hams are privileged to have Dale Hughes, VK1 DSH, along on Wednesday, December 6, to give REAST a presentation covering the ITU, IARU, APT and a broad range of other acronyms and organisations that make up the governance of the national resource we know as the radio frequency spectrum. And make sure you get along and give a big congratulations to Dale. We'll hear of a very special award that Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, has just received when we catch up with the international news and Tina. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Here in southern VK7, it can be heard on VK7RAD on 146.7 and on VK7RHT on 146.850 MHz from 9am on Sunday mornings. And it's followed by the VK7 Regional News Service from 9.30am. I'm Mike, VK7 Foxtrot Bravo. Armistice Day Centenary to be commemorated. The end of World War I came when armistice was declared on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918. The war was to end all wars. The centenary of the armistice is November next year and the Wireless Institute of Australia will join the commemoration set to be marked in England and elsewhere. The WIA board recently approved the plan for participation in the ANZAC commemoration for Armistice Day 2018. The event coordinator is Fred Swainston, VK3DAC, 
VK4FE, who gained experience from leading the eight-month-long ANZAC 100 campaign that involved the Australian states and the territories of the Antarctic and Norfolk. His first task is to apply to the Department of Veterans Affairs, requesting permission to use the word ANZAC for QSL purpose. A lot of planning goes into such an event, including liaison with similar commemorations overseas. Full details are expected to be unveiled at the WIA AGM on the Goldie in May. Australian Amateur Radio Callbook 2018 This WIA publication is expected to be on sale early this month, with final pre-press work having been under its editor Peter Freeman VK3PF and was in the final printing and binding stages. The call book is produced each year with the agreement of the Australian Communications and Media Authority. The good news is there will be no cover price increase, and orders are now being taken by the WIA bookshop. The 2018 printed call book does not come with a CD, nor is the publication downloadable. However, it is complete with Australian amateur call signs, clubs and organisations, band plans, beacons, repeaters, the DXCC list and the latest QSL Bureau information. WIA President Justin Giles Clark, VK7 Tango Whiskey, in his editorial, reflects on amateur radio now and in the future. And he's amazed by the diversity and speed at which this hobby changes, what is happening, the potential and likely regulatory changes. With microwave exponent and record distance holder Rex Moncor VK7MO plus a dish antenna on its cover, the A4 format book of 170 pages has listings of radio amateur call signs, names and addresses and is your ready reference on many topics for our active radio shacks. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news, I'm Tina, VK5TMC. Good news for Spanish radio amateurs. The Spanish state official newsletter carried the new national frequency allocation that contains some good news for Spanish radio amateurs. It includes a new global 60-meter secondary allocation. But things are different not only in BK, but also in South Africa. Their allocation for access to the portion of the 5 megahertz amateur radio allocation, as agreed at the WRC-15, is contained in the revised band plan. Submitted by South Africa's ICASA, to the Minister of Telecommunications and Postal Services for approval. In June this year, the Minister issued a statement that Cabinet had approved the plan, but a few days later cancelled the approval and instructed ICASA to hold back publication until certain aspects of the plan have been discussed between DTPS and ICASA. From some media sources, the SARL learned that it is about issues around the allocation of frequencies for broadband services. RSGB Strategy Video Update The RSGB has released the first of its strategy video updates. This short video was filmed by the TX Factor at the National Hamfest. Top RSGB 
representatives talk about some of the ways the society is engaging with radio amateurs, representing amateurs nationally and internationally, and also developing even better ways of communicating with them. Morse code prevents yacht grounding. Yachting Monthly reports the use of Morse code and the Aldus lamp by a National Coast Guard Institute, that's NCI, watchkeeper in the UK, has been credited with averting a possible grounding off the Lizard in Cornwall. The NCI watchkeeper saw the yacht was heading towards the Dales Rocks, which are submerged at high tide. The yacht was not carrying an automatic identification system beacon, and they were unable to raise the yacht's crew on VHF to warn them of the hazard they were approaching. Instead, the NCI watchkeeper flashed the letter U, the Morse code warning for you are standing into danger, using the station's old but highly effective Eldus lamp. Having come within 10 boat lengths of the rocks, the yacht was then observed to alter course southward shortly afterwards and continued safely on its passage to Falmouth. Australian presented with the Yasme Foundation Excellence Award. These prestigious awards, which began in 2008, recognize individuals and groups who have made a significant contribution to amateur radio. The Yasme Foundation, a not-for-profit corporation supporting scientific and educational projects related to amateur radio, has given five excellence awards this year. One went to Dale Hughes, VK1 DSH, acknowledging his international work at the World Radio Communication Conference in November 2015. The award is for excellent chairman work in both the amateur working group in the ITUR Working Party 5A and a sub-working group that addressed the allocation of worldwide 60-meter amateur radio band. A humble Dale, VK1 DSH, told the WIA and the IARU he was surprised at receiving the Yasme Excellence Award, which includes an individually engraved crystal globe. He has attributed the successful outcome to a team effort resulting from a great deal of work by individual delegates, amateur societies, the IARU, and supportive national administrations. The IARU team went to the World Radio Communications Conference in November 2015, not at all confident about getting the allocation. It was not until a lot of negotiation and the sixth plenary that a new secondary allocation of 5351.5 to 5366.5 kilohertz was passed. Although now widely available, the ITU allocation did not come into effect until January 2015, when national administrations must formally revise their rules to permit amateur operation. A number of countries including Australia, are yet to release the 60-meter band allocation, as I reported at the beginning of the international news segment today. However, the ACMA and the WIA are looking at how best to achieve it. For the WIA and the National News Service, I'm Tina, VK5TMC. Across Australia from VK1WIA, 
You're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the Northern Territory. And it can be heard on repeaters 146900, 146950, or and or frequencies 14.337, 10.1337, 7.1933, 3.555, and I am Carl with a K. Call sign Victor Kilo HL Alpha Whiskey. Ham Radio Operational News. It's Contact Sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WA website. 2017. November CQ WWDX CW Contest November 26, 27. Running all year till December 31, Victorian Local Government Award 2017 Challenge. 2018. John Moore Memorial Field Day will be held over the weekend 17-18 March 2018 and will run from UTC at 100 hours on Saturday until 0059 on the Sunday. IARU Headship Championship event on the 15-16 July. The 21st International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend is on August 18-19, 2018. Throughout 2017, to celebrate the centenary of Finland's independence, Finnish radio amateurs have been allowed to use the prefix OF instead of the usual OH. In addition, the special Jubilee call sign OF100FI, stroke portable district number, will be activated by various amateur radio clubs throughout Finland. And another news from Finland, the homeland of Santa Claus OH9SCL. Santa's own amateur radio station has been active since December 1986 from Finnish Lapland and most activations have been above the Arctic Circle. In December 2017, OH9SEL will be active from several OH countries from Lapland. Possible OH9-OG9-OF9 countries are shown in this week's text edition. OHC number for stations located in Lapland always starts with the number 9. This grew really located in the northern part of Finland. There is no remote station used. They let nature decide when to make contacts. Visiting the Arctic Circle is also an experience of visiting ham radio operators. Special event station call signs from the Northern Cape. Until 30 November, the Bukuru Amateur Radio Club are celebrating the 40th anniversary of the commissioning of the Van der Kloof Dam with the special call sign ZS40VDK. QSL via the operator's instructions. The Treaty of the Danish West Indies. A special event throughout 2017 celebrates the 100th anniversary of the United States Virgin Islands. The EDR Ham Radio Club of Skanderborg will use the call sign OZ100DVI until December 31. It marks the centenary of the Treaty of the Danish West Indies, sold to the USA and renamed the Virgin Islands. OZ100 EVI will be on all bands and includes further activity from St Thomas Island on the Lake Skanderborg. Antarctic operator Alex RN1ANC is on the Russian Vostok station Antarctica, where he will be until February 2018. His call sign again, RI1ANC, and during his spare time he'll be active on CW, SSB and digital. QSL manager is RN1ON. Portable operators in Victoria National Parks now. 
the Keith Rocher Memorial National Park's four-day activity period is well underway, and those activating them are looking for contacts. You may have already made a supporting contact or two, or even qualified yourself for an award. Listen for the mainly on the 40-metre band. The annual activity period is from Friday, November the 10th to Monday, November the 13th, that is, tomorrow. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ Enningham. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Col, VK3LED from Bendigo, Central Victoria, and this is the Worldwide Special Interest Group News, starting with ARDF. This amateur radio direction finding is a little different. You'll be following and listening to the Fox, no doubt dressed as Santa. Yes, it's the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's annual Monster Christmas Lights Tour. So get out your Santa hats, flashy pins and Christmas costumes and get ready for a magical mystery tour of the Light Fantastic. The famous Tark Monster Christmas Lights Tour is on again, happening Friday evening, December 15th. It's a drive-yourself dazzling spectacular and all mobile shack chariots will need to monitor 146.5 MHz during the tour to hear instructions from the guide, otherwise known as Foxy Santa's vehicle. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Ham TV. Saturday 11, some 16 minutes after 11am, VK4KHZ is telebridging a scheduled event to three schools in Italy with an Aris contact planned for Rutigliano, Tulizzi and Trani, Italy. Hopefully this is a scheduled Ham TV event also for to attempt the first chained Ham TV receiving and streaming by all Australian ground stations. Australian Ham TV ground stations should merge the video to batc.tv on the scheduled contact. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Digital. New digital modes changing complexion of bands and perhaps of ham radio. The ARRL says the wave of software-based digital modes over the past several years has altered the atmosphere of the HF bands. Some suggest the popularity of modes that make it possible to contact stations neither operator can even hear has resulted in fewer CW and SSB signals on bands like 6 metres and 160 metres. Traditional modes require far more interaction and effort on the part of the operator. The newer digital modes, not so much. The recent advent of the still-beta Quick FT8 mode, developed by Steve Frank, K9AN, and Joe Taylor, K1JT, the F and the T in the mode's moniker, has brought this to a head. Some now wonder if FT8 marks the end of an era and the start of a new, more minimalist age. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier Special AMSAT membership offer for RADFXSAT launch. As part of the preparations for the launch of RADFXSAT, now no earlier than November 14th, AMSAT is making their Getting Started with Amateur Satellites book available for a limited time as a download with any paid new or renewal membership purchased via the AMSAT store. This offer is only available with purchases completed online and for a limited time only. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Hurricanes shine light on emergency communications. The Atlantic hurricane disasters this year left more than 260 dead with $300 billion in damages, making them the costliest ever. There were three main hurricanes plus two others. Hurricane Harvey was the costliest tropical cyclone on record. 
The weather system was tracked through the Caribbean as it weakened, then intensified to a Category 4 as it hit the U.S. state of Texas. Hurricane Irma inundated Barbuda and Puerto Rico before moving to Florida Keys in the U.S., while Hurricane Maria, regarded as the worst natural disaster on record in Dominica, also caused catastrophic damage and major humanitarian crisis in Puerto Rico. A string of other Caribbean islands, including the British Virgin Islands, Turks and Caicos, Cuba and St. Martin, have been affected. Attention to the role of amateur radio has been drawn in comments on International Disaster Reduction Day, October 13, by Caribbean Telecommunications Union Secretary-General Bernadette Lewis, who described amateur radio as a bedrock of sustained communications during emergencies. She spoke as part of a panel on emergency telecommunications during the International Telecommunication Union, ITU, World Telecommunication Development Conference 2017 in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Her clear message was to cultivate a new and younger generation of radio amateurs to carry out continued provision of emergency communications. From Trinidad and Tobago, Ms Lewis said, Amateur radio has been a staple, and it is because of the amateur radio operators in the region that we get a lot of the information that we need. Her presentation defined amateur radio as one component of the coordination of preparedness, response and recovery efforts by the national emergency management agencies. There was also an increased effort to restore amateur radio capabilities in the Dominican Republic after Hurricane Maria in October. Before the disaster, work begun last year by the ESMO Foundation involved the Dominica Amateur Radio Club and Dominica's National Telecommunications Regulatory Commission to recruit and equip new operators for just such an emergency. Now, after Hurricane Maria, the ESMO Foundation has been joined by Yesu USA, the Foundation for Amateur International Radio Service, FAIRS, and individual GoFundMe donors through that crowdfunding online platform. Resources for the Caribbean island nation are also coming from US-based Dominica expatriates. One aim is to equip Dominica with radio equipment and solar-powered battery charging stations in a network. Throughout the Caribbean, there was involvement by radio amateurs, not only with Harvey, Maria and Irma, but Hurricanes Katia and Jose. The Atlantic hurricane season begins on June 1 and ends in November. Special interest groups slow down. Many amateur radio operators will use the 630-metre band on the 11th of November during a special operating event to commemorate the 1906 Berlin Treaty. On the 3rd of November of that year, the treaty made 500 kilohertz the international distress frequency. Canadian and authorised US radio amateurs will operate from 472 to 479 kilohertz using CW. Some stations are expected to offer cross-band contacts transmitting on 630 metres and listening on 160, 80 and 40 metres. Experimental operators, including WD2XSH stations and others who don't yet have UTC approval, will operate in the 472 to 479 kilohertz band or just outside of it, and there may be some operation on 500 kilohertz proper. The Maritime Radio Historical Society will activate its KSM KPH transmitter at Bolinas, California, with special messages and bulletins. That's all from this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. I'm Col, VK3LED. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Now via the Echolink Aussie Conference Server... It is rebroadcast every Sunday morning at 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time or 10am Australian Eastern Daylight Time. 
All are welcome to tune in and callbacks are taken. This is John, VK3HJQ from Telangata. On the social scene, November 12 in VK3, Rosebud's annual celebration of all things amateur radio. November 12 in VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. November 25 in VK3, and with the warmer weather coming up, it's time for another Melbourne QRP by the Bay at Chelsea Beach. This is an informal gathering for those who like homebrew portable radio equipment, outdoors transmitting and QRP operating. Bring along a project or interesting item to show off. The date is Saturday the 25th of November from 3pm. Just gather in Victory Park, that's near the Chelsea Long Beach Life Saving Club. Then from about 6pm they normally eat at a local restaurant. It is a portable VHF theme this year to coincide with the VHF UHF field day. For more information, look up the Melbourne QRP by the Bay event on Facebook or email vk3ye at qsl.net. In 2018, February 25, have you got it in your diary yet? What? Well, the 2018 Wyong Field Day, of course. Still going after 60 years, the largest gathering of amateurs in the Southern Hemisphere will take place again on the last Sunday in February as usual. That's the 25th next year. So what's new? Why should I go? Well, the club realises that they should lead the way in attracting new people to the field day and to the hobby. And after the unprecedented success of the drone demonstrations and sales last year, that vendor is already locked in for 2018 and promises to bring more stock this time. As well as that, all schools in the area are being contacted to give youngsters a chance to see what our great hobby can offer them. The 4x4 crowd is also being approached and it's hoped to have one or possibly two clubs representing and attracting people from that following heading to Wyong. The race course is now owned by Racing New South Wales and a large, high-quality, air-conditioned marquee will be available to house all the traders with the old undercover area becoming available for flea market sellers. So, come rain or wind, visitors will be able to view goods undercover. The lecture programme is being worked on I'll bring you more details on that and the vendor list as it gets closer to the field day, both here on VK1WIA News and on the website, which is at fieldday.org.au. For the 60-year young Central Coast Amateur Radio Club, this is Ed, DD5LP. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au Thanks also this week, particularly to Tina, another of our Alara members, covering for Jason, VK2LAW, regular Felix, VK4FUQ, and joining us on a regular basis, it was a big welcome to Cole, VK3LED. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.